Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we figure out how to build and run a SaaS. I'm Benedict. And I'm Brian. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we work on our products and keep the lights on by living outdoors. Today is November 17th, and I am feeling rested. This is episode number 66, and I'm feeling productive. All right. Welcome back, Brian. Thanks, man. Thanks. It was a really, it was a great, great week down in the Grand Canyon. I love nice. it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So it felt like the perfect week to just get away after <laughs> yeah. the previous week. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We, um, I mean, we were driving on Saturday and so we did, we heard, you know, that, that the media had that the networks had begun to call the election and then we were like all right cool we're <laughs> sunday morning at 4 a.m we are walking down into the grand canyon for a week with no coverage whatsoever like, okay great this will be awesome and it was man it was I, I i posted this on twitter yesterday like the the, the big takeaway for me this year because we did a very similar trip last year the big takeaway for me was just how quickly and how easy it is to just be completely present when well what are you doing today wake up put your stuff in your backpack make a little breakfast and hike and then set up your stuff make a little dinner and and i mean that's all there is to do there's nothing else to do and so it's just so easy to get into a rhythm and feel completely present and i was just noticing like how completely out of sync with myself I am out here because I think I've kind of identified a big thing like backpacking. There was a very clear, very clear delineation between work and rest, you know, <laughs> like mm -hmm. you put on your backpack and you hike the trail, you set things up and then you're done. That's it. There's nothing else to do. And then, mm -hmm. you know, out here, our work just blends in everywhere you go. Like, go to the grocery store, your work is on your phone. 8 p.m. at night, your laptop is there. There's an option to work. There's no delineation between work and rest. So that was the big, uh, that's the major takeaway for me is trying to be much better and more disciplined about that clear, clear delineation. So mm -hmm. it was good. It was a good time. Yeah, sounds sounds great. Do you have any 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 plans on how to well get that how to working do that? In, 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 in the in the day to day? <laughs> um, I mean, for starters, I you know I deleted almost every not I mean I deleted email and Twitter and everything off of my phone so that it you know hopefully just more like a you know keeps me in contact with my my friends and family. Um, mm -hmm. I took the New York times app off my phone. I was always checking that just like little things like that. Um, and, and then, you know, the harder, the much harder part is just staying completely focused on work during the work day, you know, like little distractions of, well, what's so-and-so up to over on Twitter or what's going on over on Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever. Like those are those are the things that I realize, especially now, or you know, the news. Just feeling distracted so much. Yeah. Not being able yeah. to be in just one flow. 
So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, I mean, it kind of like comes down to just personal discipline and breaking those habits, which are very, very deeply ingrained, you know? Do, yeah. you, do you struggle yeah. with that? Like, the middle of the day, just like pop over to the news or pop over to social media, or are you pretty good about getting into the getting into code and just staying focused? Um, when I'm in flow, like when I'm really deep into code, I tend to forget about everything. Um, yeah, and I, I usually can tell that it's been a good day when in the evening or so if I open Twitter and it's like 300, 400 <laughs> unread tweets. Then I know it. This was a good day. day. (laughs) If it's like five, then it probably wasn't a good day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't really feel guilty about checking Twitter or so Mm. during the workday because usually I just do it when I'm when I need a break or I'm not in the in the mindset to do anything like super hard or super productive. That's usually when I well take a break on Twitter. It's yeah. I mean in a way you could argue, yeah, I'm not doing work during that time, but I'm not entirely sure if like if I'd be super productive in those moments anyway. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't feel super guilty about it. What I realized what helped me was with um the new iOS version, um there's not this app library thing where you can like instead of having Having phone, uh, having apps on your phone's uh, home screen or one of the screens, like you can delete it from there, but it's still installed. But you have to basically search for it. <laughs> I realized that that helped a lot. Like mm. for example, I I uh, uh, basically removed Facebook from my uh, easy accessible location. <laughs> yeah, and now yeah. I'm basically not checking it anymore. Like if I absolutely need to, because my girlfriend, like she's super active on Facebook still. So sometimes she tells me, Hey, I tagged you somewhere. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? And then I still can go in there and check it. But sure. usually when I open it, it's like 20 unread notifications and stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah. the frequency has gone way down, which is kind of yeah. nice. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, it feels I I don't know. It just it this it is it has felt completely different over mm-hmm. the past couple of years because it just it just seems like there or it doesn't seem like there is. There is so much going on. Yeah. That, yeah, that it just feels important to stay up to date. And I was just realizing I don't need to catch every single headline. It's not irresponsible or you know, yeah. To, to, to check out from from time to time um so especially when, when the news are like these days where it's basically the same thing every day <laughs> yeah yeah for sure it's either either something election related or something covet related yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing else is happening <laughs> yeah, that's true i think the the other thing i was thinking through and and realizing was how um the other thing that I think the other reason I'm having such a hard time staying focused and, and um, ignoring distractions um, that I just know there are distractions. It's not even that interesting um, is still just is, is not having a super clear uh, purpose or like a very clearly defined task with an outcome and a goal 
And mm-hmm. so, you know, there's, there's, there's certainly been like peaks and, you know, fits and starts with, um, with the different projects that I've been working on, you know, over the last year and some weeks that we've been doing this and, um, yeah. And it's just staying like staying focused after the initial, you know, sprint or after the initial, like, uh, like obvious bit of work has been done that I feel like if I could, you know, continue to, I don't know if I could just find, find traction in the right spot or find, find a thing that that's really, that does resonate, then, you know, staying, uh, f- feeling like feeling purpose in it, um, and feeling a clear, clear motivation, clear goal in it, uh, is really, is really helpful. And that's been, you know, totally absent for mm. a while now, um, which is exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's, that's me, man. What, um, what's going on? What's going on with you? Um, yeah, I took last week off, like from the, from the oh, yeah. podcast yeah. at least, I, like not, yeah. n- not from work, but, uh, yeah. in the end, I decided the, to just, just skip it. <laughs> got out of the, the wilderness, had a really, really difficult hike from like basically the middle of the Grand Canyon all the way out with 50 pounds on my back and was like, well, I'm, I finally got cell coverage. I can download an episode of Slow and Steady <laughs> and see what my buddy Benedict has been up to. And there wasn't even anything there. Sorry. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I didn't check it. I was, I was like, oh, okay, cool, good. Just decided to take a week off. That's probably good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't able to come up with a good idea on like what to do or who to invite. So I decided to not stress about it and just skip yeah. it. So. Yeah. I'm, uh, sorry, listeners, for having to... Well, <laughs> not listen to us one week <laughs> but instead i did some work which is nice as well so that is good um, work is good yeah i think the big revelation that happened uh sometime last week or yeah probably sometime last week was we need to ship more like and just be more scrappy and uh, basically the title of our new podcast, like better done than perfect. Um, it's kind of our new mantra. (laughs) Are we trying to make it our new mantra? Because yeah, we basically both Jane and I are perfectionists (laughs) in a way. And, um, it doesn't like we obsess over details and that's sometimes it, it, it isn't healthy and it, it's not, helping us move forward and move fast um so yeah early last week i think it was on monday i decided to just ship the uh the company's um feature uh behind the feature flag and enable it for a couple of customers who who asked for it it was it's like back then it was super scrappy and barely usable uh it still is super scrappy uh it, it improved a little bit but was a good feeling to just get it into hands of a couple of customers and have them use it and also get excited about it and um yeah just mm-hmm. launch it earlier um it's still far from what we have in mind like we want to do so much with this but if we wait until we have everything we want to do 
in in there it's just going to take yeah forever yep and this way we can at least get some like get feedback faster um and use it like in a real world scenario uh and that's been that's been really nice um just getting over our own sense of this has to be super yeah. polished and super nice and super cool and uh, just getting it out there was was a good idea um since then we made a few iterations and like worked on things that were missing and yeah basically launching stuff in smaller chunks or or not even launching like just deploying it in, in smaller chunks and have people use it um and that's been yeah, it's a nice transformation of just like getting into a a shipping groove again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a groove. Do you think it would be would would it be easier for for you to um to kind of get over that perfectionism hump if you were releasing a product that was completely outside of your uh, your social circles? Like, is there some reputation stuff at stake because you know that the people who are listening or hearing about user list are also in your I I don't think that's a problem. I think yeah. it's just in here. It's just in your nature. Yeah. Anyone anyone yeah. using this yeah. should be using the best version possible Got of it. this, okay. which is kind of not. It's never going to happen. Like there's always something. Um. And I mean, at some point, we are launching stuff. It's not like that. We f- keep tweaking sure. forever, yeah. but. Yeah. Maybe I think it became obvious that we had just have to do this much earlier and mm-hmm. like be okay with the design not being perfect and like there's so many things like some spacing is wrong in the UI and there are features yeah. missing and it some stuff just doesn't work <laughs> stuff yeah. like that it's yeah just launching it this way or just like getting it out there this way is, is already helping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of also helped with, with my spirits in a way, like before I felt like I'm not moving fast enough and now it's more like, Hey, look what I launched this week or look what I finished this week. And mm-hmm. by just tackling like smaller chunks and releasing smaller chunks, it's easier to see progress. It doesn't really, if I'm honest with myself, it, it's not that different to what it was before, but at least when that part is done, it's out there and people are using it and providing feedback and maybe asking for changes that I didn't think about and stuff like that. Yeah. So that the feedback, the feedback loop loop is faster than it was before. And that yeah, I think like <laughs> feedback loops are just helping with motivation (laughs) and even if it's criticism it's the it's the (laughs) feedback that you can work with yeah it's something it's something yeah i i definitely feel like there's compound interest in momentum you know like once you well yeah i mean it's what james clear talks about like with with streaks like once you get something going in a direction then it just it multiplies i think the same is true for overthinking or sitting still like that's, I feel like it's been a huge struggle for me over the past, you know, second half of this year is, is the opposite of, you know, once you get something moving in a direction, it just builds on its own momentum. I'm feeling like the longer I stay stuck in a place, the harder it is to get mm-hmm. out of it. So dude, I think you're, you're, you're right on and congrats. That's awesome. Keep it, 
keep it going because like you say even if they're even if it's tiny and even if you kind of know it's tiny you yeah <laughs> it's the progress <laughs> it's progress yeah. yeah yeah sure yeah so that happened um I kind of attribute this to one of our uh, concierge setup uh, customers who basically, they're basically just being blunt about, <laughs> hey, this, like, if you want to do this right, then we should probably do it, like, by grouping people into companies or teams or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, and, uh, yeah, you're right. We should probably just do it that way. And that was like, okay, yeah. We have some part of this world that's not perfect and there's the automation stuff and all of that is missing, but you can already send the data in there and we can already show you like these are your teams and that's like when their trial is going to end and stuff like that. So it's said mm. yeah, ship that. The other part that was triggered by another concierge setup customer um, was that we now have a Laravel package. Uh, it's also nice. super scrappy and Honestly, it's crap, but <laughs> it's out there. It's working for this particular customer. My suspicion is that it's also working for others if they use it. But um, I mean, at least some code is out there and it's making the integration of Laravel projects easier than it was before. Mm -hmm. um, right now, we're considering to hire someone, like get a consultant or a freelancer um, to continue working on it um, because there, there are no tests in there. There's still, okay. yeah, a bunch of features missing that I'd like to see in there and stuff like that. But I realized that if I implement all of that, it would probably take me way longer than someone who's familiar with the with the ecosystem and the patterns and just like knows knows his way or their way around it. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> Um, yeah, that would be much better and faster. So we're currently on the, on the hunt for someone to to help out with that. Um, not entirely sure how much money you want to spend on it, but I feel like if it saves me time and stops me from having to learn like a new programming language, a new framework, it's probably a good idea. <laughs> but yeah, especially especially if you know they somebody who is completely familiar with Laravel knows the ecosystem and, you know, gets the, the 90 something percent, right. Yeah. First, then it just makes it easier for you to maintain or maybe they're, you know, relatively yeah. affordable to maintain in the future. But so, so yeah, exactly. when you, when you say like it's out there and it's working for this customer, but it's kind of crap, you mean it's not fully featured and it doesn't have test coverage, but yeah, what it's doing it's working yeah cool yeah. for this particular for this yeah. narrow use case it's working yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a start it is yeah a, it's definitely a start it's cool. but it's again it's far from perfect but mm. uh, progress <laughs> i've been thinking about this for forever basically and uh, yeah mm. uh so yeah we're also using as i said like using this as an experiment to just like hire some development help um, because it sounds like writing those libraries is like a good place to start experimenting with just hiring developers uh, because it's like small, self-contained. Yeah. And yeah, um, totally. if it doesn't work out with one, we can always 
move yep. it to someone else. It doesn't yep. like if it doesn't work, then nothing nothing inside the application breaks. Exactly. Just nobody using the library. So it sounds like a perfect starting point to get some uh hiring experience. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, we'll see how that works out. Um On the pricing side, um, I think, yeah, the week before you left, uh, we launched a new pricing. And I think I mentioned it in the yes. last episode. Yeah. We have since gotten like three trials. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So one, of them canceled, one of them canceled right away. So it's actually yeah. two. One of them is one of the concierge setup customers. And the other one is actually... A legitimate trial and they're using like they're really testing the product right now uh, luckily they're even sending support requests and like replying to my questions and stuff like that so i mean not entirely sure if they will convert but at least they're evaluating really evaluating the true tool and um yeah hopefully i can convince them that there's some exciting stuff on the But, but still, though, I mean, two two trials over what is that like seventeen yeah. days now? Yeah, yeah, right? it's That's... <laughs> yeah, it's way down, and I'm not entirely sure if it's yeah if it's a good thing or not. It's probably not a good thing, but um, I mean, the price doubled, so if they the convert, price, price doubled, but you were you were saying before though that you were y'all would get. What were you saying? Like between five and ten trials per week, which is like one or two per day. Yeah, something like that. Like, okay. let's say five per week or so. Okay, maybe not even that. Maybe a little less. Maybe okay, ten well, to twenty per one. Something like that. Yeah, it's way down. It's way way down. It's down um, by more than half, and so doubling yeah. the price is not like it's your. Yeah, with that logic, I'd agree, but maybe the conversion rate will be better. I don't know. I mean, it's still super low and we should yeah. get more. Um, well, we decided to stick with the current pricing until the end of the month and just like see yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Um, and then maybe consider lowering prices again or whatever. Um, all in all, it has basically has us wondering like maybe you don't like don't have product like it's obvious we don't have product market fit i i never said we had product market fit but maybe it's worse than we thought it is <laughs> like so a, now yeah we're level yeah is there is there something else that is just completely off here yeah yeah exactly um yeah. it's kind of surprising that now people don't even start a trial anymore like mm. there must be something off and like the value that we present on the website probably doesn't look good enough for them to even consider starting a trial for at, at the current price even if they don't convert like they're not they're not forced to convert at the end of the trial i guess so mm -hmm. um yeah but that got us think thinking and um Yeah, we're kind of kind of clueless on on what the problem is exactly. What what about you know all those other uh, the uh, the advertising experiments and and the things that you all were doing based off of Asia's work? Is there any was 
has, has anything come out of that where like one particular positioning statement or one particular landing page or value prop has resonated more than others? Any, any big insights out of that? From the advertising campaigns, they like at least the Google ad campaigns didn't really work well. Um, I was suspicious that the keywords were just wrong and yeah. maybe just asking for the sign up right away wasn't a good idea. Um, okay. So we are still planning to do some more experiments on that. Like for one, like just changing the keywords and maybe trying to figure out what what's closer to buying intent or people looking for a like this particular solution. There's a chance that we might have just gotten the keywords totally wrong and they were looking for something entirely different. Mm. And then we are also considering to do some more experiments um, with, instead of asking for the sign-up, uh, ask them for a, a mailing list sign-up and maybe trading it for a lead magnet or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's still on the roadmap. Um, Jane has been on vacation for the last two weeks, so the marketing side didn't really move forward. Um, but yeah, uh, she's back since yesterday. So um, yeah, hopefully seeing some progress on there yeah. soon. Yeah. It's a roller coaster, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's re it really is a roller coaster. I had some some days like shipping stuff felt great, uh, mm -hmm. the, the improvements felt great, but then I was it, I think it was last week on Friday or so, or I don't remember the date. The, like someone sent a huge broadcast to a bunch of people, and it took forever to process in our background queue, and that was one of the days where I was like, uh. Why? <laughs> I need a break. I just want, just want, don't want to deal with any of this anymore. <laughs> I was able to fix it. It was a super stupid, uh, stupid thing where we uh, accidentally did like DNS lookups for all the outgoing domains, like for all email addresses, <laughs> which took forever in some cases. So uh, now we're just validating on the format of the email address and not actually looking up if there's a mail server behind it. <laughs> and hopefully that will, that will uh, fix sending speed. But it's like yeah, recently it's like just an up, up and down of uh, okay. yay. And oh no, <laughs> why is nothing working? And of course, like the low number of trials and uh, yeah. Yeah. Just thinking about yeah. if, maybe this maybe yeah something something bigger needs to, needs to change potentially isn't that part isn't really helping with like keeping the high spirits <laughs> yeah finding finding how to keep that mo motivation going the momentum going is yeah it can be hard totally yeah yeah um, let's see. Well, anything, uh, anything else on, on your side? Um, no, that's, I think that's it from the, from the user list side. There is an exciting thing happening, uh, in the, in the SaaS podcast world. There is an, uh, well, basically there's an award, uh, presented by the microconf, uh, folks. They, they launched the SaaS podcast awards. 
and uh, I think they're open for nominations. And if you're listening and like the show, we'd really appreciate if you nominate Slow and Steady as uh, yeah, a contestant in one of the categories. They they are definitely taking nominations. Um, for let's see, there are four four categories: best SaaS podcast. Um, so you would want to nominate Slow and Steady. Best host, you would want to nominate Benedict Dyka. Best episode. And, and Brian Ray, of course. <laughs> best episode. Um, you know, I th- I think I kind of liked the jokes episode. You know, <laughs> in the middle of all that garbage. It was just like, let's just take a time some time aside. Um and uh and best founder, best founder story. I guess we don't really have like a uh, you know, a single a single yeah. thread. So, um, anyway, you can nominate someone else for best founder. Yeah, totally. Totally. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, folks, if you're, if you're listening, go to sasspodcastawards.com. Um, and we'd be super, super grateful for a, a nomination. They're open until November the 25th. And then it looks like voting will start on December the 1st after they collect some nominations. So, yeah. Super honored just to even be considered alongside, yeah, for sure, along, for sure. alongside the uh, the heavy hitters that we kind of expect to, <laughs> to win anyway. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's really really fun. Super cool of Rob and the gang over there at Microconf to do this. It'll be a fun, it's a fun way to round out the year. So, yeah, for sure, and it it will be exciting. I, I have hopes that it will be an opportunity to discover some new shows that for I sure. didn't know about. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, exciting yeah. cool okay anything yeah. else this week um real real quick i think i mentioned i mean like the the contract with you know a, a large company in headlamps industry um that's that's going through so that's like a really great yes. win for me on the consulting side and yeah we'll build up some yeah, build up some uh, some momentum. Um, that'll be that'll be great. So that's getting started this week, and uh, yeah, that's that's what's that's what's happening for me. Yeah, all good here. Cool. Then, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to see some progress on on that front. <laughs> Until yeah. next week. Yeah. All right. Um, talk to so, you next week. Talk to you then. Bye. Later. <laughs>